everybody. Welcome to the live broadcast here from Christ Life Ministries. It's good to have you here with us. So uh, let me just see. I'll just give a moment or two to see who is online uh, so that you can just do the pleasantries. So, uh, yeah, good morning, everybody. see anything yet okay hello Janine good morning <laughs> and Rob good morning there uh, Janine and Rob is always like first on <laughs> good morning everybody welcome okay so um, all right I think let's start I want to talk about the, just the river of joy again I just think this is just awesome you know people write about sects and streamings in the church, you know, and as if it's a bad thing, you know, well, a sect, you know, technically what it means is someone who, uh, who uh, splits away from orthodox truth and they have, they preach heresies or peculiar opinions. And um, so the question is, if, if most of the people are not preaching the truth. Who is the sect? <laughs> so the, it's about the truth and not about how big the group is. All right. So, but anyway, uh, that's not what I want to talk about. So, um, but streamings. And people say, oh, that's just that stream on that stream. No, a stream is a good thing. Because if the river is not flowing, if the Spirit of God is not flowing in that place, then what are you doing there? So I'd rather sit next to the stream then sit in a dry desert with nothing around me. So I'm just going to touch on scriptures that, uh, that we all know that we spoke about recently. But why not? Okay. So Psalm 46 says, God is our refuge and strength, mighty and impenetrable to temptation. Imagine that. If we are in God... We are impenetrable to temptation because he is impenetrable to temptation. So he's our refuge and strength. So many scriptures in the psalm says he's our stronghold, our fortress, our hiding place. Okay, A very present and well-proved help in trouble. So that's Hebrews chapter 4 right there. You can come boldly to the throne of grace uh, that you may receive, obtain uh, mercy for grace in time of help, in time of, of trouble. So he says, therefore, we will not fear, though the earth should change and though the mountains be shaken into the midst of the sea. Okay, so it doesn't matter what happens around you. You don't fear, okay? Though its waters roar and foam, Though the mountains tremble at its swelling and tumult. Okay, so right there, I want to just go to two scriptures. And the one is in Haggai. Come on, Haggai. Oh, it's still further on. Haggai chapter 2. There we go. Okay. So it says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Yet once more in a little while I will shake and make tremble the starry heavens, the earth, the sea, and the dry land. 
I will shake all nations, and the desire and the precious things of all nations shall come in, and I will fill this house with splendor. So if things seems like it's shaking, imagine how bad it must be for the temporary things that, that think that they are established uh, when God shakes. Because God shakes the heaven and the earth. God shakes everything so that anything that is temporary will be removed. And anything that is eternal will be established and will remain. Okay, so when there's a shaking, we don't fear. When God brings the shaking, we don't fear because we are in Him. But it says, Though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble at its swelling and tumult, uh, we, he says, verse 2, Therefore we will not fear, though the earth should change, though the mountains be shaken into the midst of the seas. So the shaking that the gospel brings, the shaking that the Spirit of God brings, is so much greater than any shaking that you can see around you. Okay, So it's just so much greater. Okay, So we will not fear. The other scripture I wanted to go to, is Isaiah 54. So just allow me to enjoy myself jumping to different scriptures. So he says, uh, verse 9, For this is like the days of Noah to me, as I swore that the waters of Noah should no more go over the earth. So have I sworn that I will not be angry with you or rebuke you. For though the mountains should depart and the hills be shaken or removed, yet my love and kindness shall not depart from you. Okay. Nor shall my covenant of peace and completeness be removed, says the Lord who has compassion on you. So if you see a shaking, know this. His love will not depart. And his covenant of peace will not be removed from you. Says God who has compassion on you. Okay, so whatever shaking comes from wherever, just know this. God is steadfast and you are inside him. Okay, and none of that will touch you, so we shall not fear. Now, this is what we shall experience. Though the mountains depart, though everything be shaken, though the waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble, it says, verse 4, there is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of, of God. There is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. Okay. Uh, who's that guy from Germany, that soaking song? There is a river. What's his name? Klaus. Klaus has this song. He's got the soaking album. Uh, you can, I, I think it should be on, on YouTube. I don't know. But he's got a song, There is a River. Okay. It's the scripture. But man, that thing blesses me so much. Okay. So there is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. Tabernacles, plural. In my Father's house, many dwelling places. A tabernacle is a dwelling place. So, the body with many individuals in it. Okay, so there's a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. The city is the... uh, What's the English word for that? <laughs> it's it's a, a large group of many individuals in the city. So the city, a city 
are comprised of the people in it, not the buildings. So uh, the character of a city is determined by the people, not the buildings. The buildings are determined by the people. But when we talk about a city, we talk about a group of people. Okay, so for those who trust in the Lord, for those who's next to the river, in the river, seated in Christ in heavenly places, and the river flows out of the Lamb and out of the throne, Revelation chapter 22. So those who are connected to the river, he says there's a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God. So how do you then experience joy? Just jump in the river. <laughs> okay? So don't be afraid of a river. Don't be afraid of a stream. Oh, that place is a stream and a river. Exactly. Yes, it's supposed to be like that. The river is flowing. Okay? So uh, we need to not only academically look at the letter. We need to jump into the river. We need to drink from the spring of life. We need to really immerse ourselves in his living water that flows. Okay, so we know John 7 verse 37 where Jesus stood up at the last day of the feast and he said, if anyone uh, is thirsty, let him come to me. And if he drinks of the water that I give inside of him, there will be wells and streams and springs, rivers of living water will flow from his innermost being. John chapter 4, the woman at the well, if you knew the gift, you would have asked him to give you living water. And then later, he says, if you drink of the water that I give, if this water, if you drink it temporary, you will be thirsty again. But if you drink of the water that I give you, you will never thirst again because it wells up as a river. So a dry, just think of this. Think of yourself as a piece of ground. Like, if there's no water, it's a desert. Okay? Like in the Namib. I don't know if you've seen pictures recently. There was really good rain in the Namib desert. I don't know if you saw how quickly the desert transformed into the most beautiful place that you can... Well, it's beautiful anyway. But, <laughs> but it's incredible how quickly the desert responded to the water. I mean, it's just like that. And the grass is this high. Yeah. Okay? And the rivers. There, there was a river maybe... 10 kilometers wide, flowing there into the Sosos Flay area there in central Namibia. It's water everywhere flowing amid these big red sand dunes. Astonishing. Incredible. So the pictures are online. Many people that posted pictures on Facebook if you, if you want to go search it. So it's such an amazing thing. So I will pour streams. Uh, uh, I will pour rain on him who is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground, okay? God wants to make the, river of, uh, the, the desert a fruitful field. So if we look at our lives as, as a piece of ground, so the ground is thirsty. So now the ground is sitting there thirsty. He says, if you drink of the water that I give, it will well up inside you. Spring will come up. Boom. And you will not thirst anymore. So now what happens is, now there's a spring and a river starts flowing. So now that same piece of ground can continuously drink of the river that's now there. He didn't say you won't be thirsty because you've drank once and now you're not supposed to drink once again. If you're thirsty, you didn't drink of, of the Spirit. It's not what he's saying. 
What he's saying is, when you drink, the spring comes up, and now you can drink at will from your own well, which becomes a river. So, do you want to rejoice? Do you want joy? Drink from the spring of water, the living waters of the Spirit that's on the inside of you. Years ago, Jared Cooper from uh, Hull in uh, the UK, in, uh, in England, man of God, he came to Spirit Word Ministries. And, you know, Spirit Word Ministries have seen a lot. You know, those people are used to manifestations of the Spirit. They are used to people falling out under the power, rolling around. But no one was prepared for this guy. <laughs> so, this uh, Jared Cooper, he, is incidentally, he wrote that album, uh, those songs, um, uh, Lost in Your Glory, um, uh, Days of Wonder, those songs that we love so much. Okay, so he just came and sat. It was still in the old church years ago. I think it was 2006 or 2007. So he just went and sat on the stage. Now everyone is sitting there, okay, They're waiting for him to start speaking. But he just didn't speak. He just sat there and looked at everybody. And he just started getting more and more drunk. <laughs> he was just sitting there drinking from the river. And he sat there and he, just, and he fell back on, onto his back on the stage. And he just started laughing. <laughs> and he rolled around on the stage and everybody's like, what is happening? You know? <laughs> Until some people caught on and said, hey, listen, there's a river flowing. So some people started drinking and laughter broke out in that church. Your face muscles was sore for days because of laughter. Belly sore for days because of laughter. Laughed so much, no sound can come out of you anymore. No one prepared us for that. Here's this short Englishman. He looks so serious, but he sat there and he freaked everybody out. <laughs> he just sat there and he started drinking from the river. And as he just sat there drinking from the river, the river flowed out of him. So as you drink, it will well up inside you. <sighs> Streams and rivers. And everyone in the, in the building, there was a thousand people there at least. Everyone just started drinking. And everyone just, people were rolling, rolling around on the ground. People were just gone out for long after the service. They just lay there. Okay. So, because of one person that just didn't care what it looked like, because he just drank from the river. Doesn't matter what the appearance is. Doesn't matter what people think when you stand up to preach. Are you drinking from the river? Okay? When you preach, doesn't matter if if it it falls well on the ears of the sophisticated or not. The question is, are you saying what he's saying? The question is, are you listening? Is your ear open to the voice of the Spirit? Are you drinking? And are you letting that river flow, whether it be signs of wonders and miracles, whether it be worship, whether it be prayer, whether it be, you know, just laying on of hands, just laying on a stage and letting the river flow and people not touching them, but ministering to everyone in the building at the same time, or preaching or teaching, whatever it is, let the river flow. Okay, there is a river whose streams make glad the city of our God. And, and then we add... A crazy man from the United States, originally from, from Bulgaria. <laughs> the River of Joy, he wrote songs, The River of Joy, okay? Uh, uh, what's his name? 
Bonhoff, George and Bonhoff, and his wife is even worse. <laughs> we need, sometimes they, she, yeah, she, she, they sometimes, when they go to a church, they first go and find out if the church will be able to handle Winnie. <laughs> and then, but because she's sitting in the front row and she doesn't stop. Because she said, her revelation was one day, she was just so serious and she took it out on everybody and she was just serious, 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 okay? And one day she found God's wine cabinet. And she started drinking of the new wine. For those who don't understand, it's spirit, not a real, you know, wine cabinet. So she started drinking. What she would do, she would have like 20 translations. And she would drink one verse out of every translation and all the different shades of meaning. And she would just, woo, woo, you know, freak out like that, but worse. But in the front row in church, so you, you know, the preacher would stand up and, and preach, and she doesn't care if anyone joins her. She just goes for it. And she freaked out many spiritual people that I know. Did not care because she was drunk in the spirit. Okay, so yes, there's a river, but did you know that there is new wine? <laughs> so there is new wine, and if you drink of the new wine, guess what? Your conscience will be cleansed because it's the blood of Jesus. If you drink of the new wine, guess what? There's joy. Come those who are thirsty, says Isaiah 55. Wait and listen, everyone who is thirsty. Come to the waters. Uh, and he who has no money, come by and eat. Yes, come by. Priceless spiritual wine and milk. So it says, come to the waters, come to the wine and milk. Yeah. It's the spirit. Yes. So the wine is joy, and the milk is provision. Yes. I mean, Peter says, Let, uh, be nurtured on the unadulterated milk of the word, yeah. so that you can be uh, built up into full salvation. Yeah. So... The revelation of milk is not always the, the basics, like babies nurturing on milk that you're not ready for, uh, strong meat yet, like in Hebrews chapter 5, and that is true. But Peter says, the first pope, it's important, Peter says <laughs> that the milk will bring you to full salvation. So with other words, stick to the basics. Stick, keep on drinking the milk. Yeah. Yes, there's meat and chew on it. I love a good steak, but don't stop drinking the milk. And with that steak, have a glass of wine. You know? So, like wine of the Spirit, you hear me? Okay? Yeah. But I'm not against wine. Jesus had real wine. He, his first miracle was making water pots <laughs> full of wine. Real wine. And when they were fully drunk, he gave them then that wine... And they were, Jesus did it. So don't be so shocked if someone has a glass of wine with their steak. It's okay. Okay? But the word does say, do not be drunk with wine. But be ever filled with the Holy Spirit. So there's something better than wine, but it can be compared to wine. So what is that? The wine of the Spirit. Be forever filled or stimulated by the Holy Spirit. Be filled, man. Be drunk in the Spirit. But be functional. Yeah. So it's wine, but it's milk, but it's water. Yes. So drink. <laughs> just drink. 
come to the waters, come get wine and milk. All right. Something else I wanted to say there, but it just is gone. Hello, Trish. It's good to see you there. Hey, Peter, it's lucky me to see you. Hello, Louis van Brits. Bless you. Hello, Liba. It's good to see you. Bless you, Liba. Chantal, bless you guys. It's good to see you there. Okay. Joel. I want to go to Joel. I have unfinished business with Joel chapter 2 in the services. Okay. Maybe Sunday. Okay, so. Fear not. Oh, that sounds a lot like Psalm 46. Be glad and rejoice. Oh, that sounds a lot like Psalm 46. That sounds like there's a river of joy. For the Lord has done great things. Be not afraid, you wild beasts of the field. The pastures of the wilderness have sprung up and are green. Why? Because there's a river flowing. (laughs) The tree bears its fruit, and the fig tree and the vine yield their full strength. So what happens when the river flows in this piece of land? Oh, the vine yields its fruit. What happens when the vine yields its fruit? The wine comes out of the vine. (laughs) Okay, so it says, Be glad then, you children of Zion, and rejoice in the Lord your God. He gives you the former and the early rain. I will pour, pour rain on him who is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. In just measure and in righteousness, and he causes to come down for you the rain, the former rain, and the latter rain as before. Okay, so it says in the King James, in verse 23, the former rain and the latter rain in the first month, but the, first, the word month is in italic, so it's not in the original. It just says the former rain and the latter rain in the first. Yeah. So in, like in the now, in the Im- immediately. So the former and the latter all together. Yes. All right? So... If you just rewind a little bit to what we spoke about the last bit about the time, the former and the latter. So it speaks of this, this time that's gone past. But what's happened from this time to that time, when you step into the day of salvation, that's the spirit day, okay? Okay. <laughs> when, when you step into that day, yes. which is an, an eternal now moment outside of the natural timeline, yeah. the moment you step into spirit, mm-hmm. boom, the former and the latter is immediately available. Yes, awesome. Everything available from all ages that has already been revealed and things not yet revealed, what I have not seen, ear have not heard, are the things that God has prepared for them that love Him. Wow. Yeah. You step into that secret place. You step into that river of life. You step into that place in the Spirit and that eternal now time moment in the Spirit. And the former and the latter is immediately available to you in the now moment. And there's a river flowing comes up and it bubbles and it flows out and guess what life comes everywhere that river flows there's joy in the city there's vines yielding their fruit and now he says uh 
I will give you the former and the latter, and the threshing floors shall be full of grain, and the vats shall overflow with juice of the grape and oil. Oh, so it is joy, and now the oil comes with it. The anointing. So there will be a flow of the anointing. There will be a flow of the river of joy. There will be a flow of the new wine. There will be heaps, stacks of grain. Okay? He says, and I will restore or replace for you the years that the locust has eaten. The hopping locust, the stripping locust, the crawling locust, my great army which I sent among you, and you shall eat in plenty and be satisfied. Okay, so we are satisfied as with marrow and fatness. Let your soul delight itself in the anointing, says Isaiah 55. He says, and pray, and praise the name of the Lord your God, who has dealt wondrously with you, and my people shall never be put to shame. Okay. God wants to restore and replace the years. How is he going to restore years? So if he restores a year, where are you going to put it? So it's not like he's breaching the time-space continuum. And suddenly you disappear out of this time. And then you appear 20 years earlier. And you live, and now your choices are different. And you know, it, no. <laughs> before you think I'm making a doctrine of it, no. Bef- before I get letters and comments. <laughs> but what does he do? He gives you access into the eternal realm. Yeah. You step into that space called now, mm-hmm. that place called the secret place, yes. and the time called now. In God. So, in that now time, it's not only everything that you would have had in perfect circumstances in the time that the locust came. Mm -mm. That's good, but this is better. (laughs) You step into everything that He has died for to give you, you step into a heavenly storehouse, Mm. you step into like a pantry that's stocked with everything. And everything, all of it, is available in the now if you're there. So just drink of the river. So what's it, Psalm 126? When the Lord turned the captivity of Zion, we were like them that dream. And our mouths were filled with laughter. Okay, so you step into this, it's like, it's like time doesn't matter anymore. You step into this, you know, and a service is six hours and no one cares, and you just, you know, you're just stepping into this time that's now, that it feels like someone hit the pause button. Okay, and you're just in this heavenly atmosphere. Everything is, is unlimited there. Everything is available to you there. You can receive everything. You can receive anything. You can receive things that hasn't been revealed yet. You can see things and do things that hasn't been done yet. Mm -hmm. Oh, these 
miracles that the people do. It's unscriptural. There's no example of it in scripture. Well, neither was there when they touched the, the, the cloth to the body of Paul and sent it to the sick. Yeah. They just did it, and it worked. Yeah. Why? There was something flowing. There was something coming out of the spirit into the natural. So much so that they carried people out into the streets. and So that just the shadow of Peter might just fall over them and someone might get healed. How did they know how to do it? They didn't care if they, do, they would just say, okay, let's just get close to him. Maybe, maybe if his shadow will go over them, so God honored their faith. Yeah. So... When he walked by, people just got healed. Boom, boom, boom. Why? Because of faith. Yes. They put the people there. These people saw this guy's got something. Yes. So there was oil. Mm-hmm. There was wine. There was wheat, bread of life. There was the river flowing. Okay? But also in the natural, there will be abundance of provision. There will be abundance of the anointing. There will be abundance of joy. Yes. You will experience it. Yes. Okay? All right. So, I just want to say, it's a new day. It's a new time. It's a new season. It's a new year. You can call it whatever you want. But it's a new day of prosperity. Okay? So, a new beginning. A fresh start. Forget the former. Forget the things of old. Behold, I'm doing a new thing. I will pour rain upon him who is thirsty and floods upon the dry ground. So, don't think of... How things were, that's not your reference. What's your reference? What is God saying to you? What is coming out of the secret place? What's coming out of the spirit when you read the word? What's God saying to you? So don't resist it. When you hear his voice, don't harden your heart. Let the river flow into it and not ricochet against the hard heart. Drink and it will flow out of you. Okay? It's such a strange word this morning, you know. It's just, but it's just like, I just want you to, to, to drink of the river and let it flow through you. Yes. Okay? Yes. So, and then just a couple of scriptures that I want to put on there. Hello, Diedrich. Hello, Santi. Hello, Ilonka. Pastor John, bless you. Hello, Tola. Awesome. Hello, everybody. Okay, so let's just see. Jeremiah <clears throat> uh, 17, but I first want to go to Psalm chapter 1. Blessed, that's a good word. Happy, that's very good. Fortunate, that's also very good. Prosperous, oh, you're preaching a prosperity gospel. Well, the word's everywhere, so, you know. Enviable, it's, it's nice, people envy you if you take this, okay. Is the man or woman... <laughs> who walks and lives not in the counsel of the ungodly. With other words, the input doesn't come from the natural, the mind of man, but the input, what they believe, what causes their decision-making and their thinking, comes from a different source. So they're in the river, they're drinking from the river. Okay? Following their advice, their plans, and their purposes. Nor stands submissive and inactive in the path where sinners walk, nor sits down to relax and rest where the scornful and the mockers gather. So, so firstly, here's a quick way for people to get out of destructive behavior. You know, if you're standing in the path where sinners walk, 
Here's a quick way to get out of it. Just drink of the river. Walk in the spirit. Okay? Nor sits down where the scornful gather. If you're scornful or mocking, guess what? If the river comes, there's no more, like no more stuff. So God can get you out of that as well. Okay? So it's not just to pronounce a judgment, but God wants to bring salvation because all of humanity is there. So we are not called to judge and point a finger, but firstly to drink of the river so that others can also drink. Years ago, God told me, he said, uh, people can't see me, but they can see you. So if you can see me, they'll see me. So in the same way, they can't drink of the river, but you can. So if you drink of the river, (laughs) they will start drinking of it because the river is flowing out of you. Okay, verse 2. But his delight and desire is in the law of the Lord. The law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus has set me free of the law of sin and death. Okay. And on his law, he habitually meditates by day and by night. So if you meditate on the, what the spirit is saying, he shall be like a tree firmly planted and tended by the streams of water. Streams. <laughs> Ready to bring forth its fruit in its season. Its leaf also shall not fade or wither. So no desert experience season for you. (laughs) And everything he does shall prosper and come to maturity. Everything you do. Everything you put your hand to shall prosper. Wouldn't you like that? Everything you do shall prosper. Then it's not frantically trying to find out, oh, should I... Do this or this or just do whatever. It, it will prosper. Okay? But just drink, keep on drinking of the river. So one time I was actually there in the gym and there was this actor. I don't really watch TV so I didn't know who he was and he was kind of surprised that I didn't know. He was, apparently he's a big deal but I've never heard of him. But, <laughs> so, <laughs> but I was talking to this guy and he was kind of burdened because he had to make this big choice. So, but he didn't really want to tell me. But so I said, instead of agonizing about this or this in the choice, why don't you just get in the spirit and then pick one? <laughs> just drink of the spirit, get in the spirit, and pick one because everything you'll do will, will prosper. Yes. Okay. So, if you want to make a decision, spend your time rather drinking of the water than trying to figure out. Is it God's will to have the blue toothbrush or the red toothbrush? Be in the spirit and pick one. Do I have to take this deal or that deal? Be in the spirit and pick one. But God is always faithful to stop you if it's not not of him. Okay? So if he says stop, then you stop. All right? But stay in the river. Drink of the river. Oh, I see the time. Okay. It says, not so the wicked, those disobedient living without God, but they are like the chaff, worthless, dead, without substance, which the wind drives away. Okay, Jeremiah 17. Thus says the Lord, cursed with great evil, verse 5, is the strong man who trusts and relies on frail man, making weak human flesh his arm, and his mind and heart turn aside from the Lord, for he shall be like a shrub or a person, Naked and destitute in the desert. You don't want to be naked and destitute in the desert. The sun is going to, man, he's going to burn you like nothing, okay? So, and even if the sun sets, there's a lot of bugs and stuff that (laughs) you don't want to be naked and destitute in the desert. He shall not see any good come, but shall dwell in parched places in the wilderness, 
in an uninhabited salt land. Okay, so when people go through their wilderness experience, hey, don't, uh, don't prophesy wilderness experience. Oh, God is putting you through a wilderness experience. No. God is taking you out of whatever wilderness experience. Because the wilderness experience only exists because we trust in flesh. This is what the scripture says. So there's nothing like, oh, God is taking you into a season, a wilderness season, because the Holy Spirit uh, led Jesus into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. No, Jesus had to fulfill scripture. Okay? Uh, God is also not going to, the Holy Spirit is not going to lead you to die on the cross for the sins of the world either. Yeah. Okay? So uh, you, you will not, after the cross of Christ, after the blood of Jesus has been shed of you, you're not going to have a wilderness experience if you just hear the gospel and believe it. Okay, But if you experience it, there's no condemnation. Just receive the waters of the Spirit and get out of the wilderness. Okay, verse 7. Most blessed. So this is now how you get out of it. Most blessed is the man who believes and trusts and relies on the Lord. Easy. And whose hope and confidence the Lord is. He shall be like a tree planted by the waterside. He shall not be moved. Two, three, four. Did you sing that song when you did sports? I'll scoop it, okay. <laughs> All right. He shall be like a tree planted by the waters and spreads out its roots by the river. And it shall not see or fear when heat comes. No fear, because there's a river, same as Psalm 46. But its leaf shall be green, shall not be anxious. So there's Philippians chapter 4, there's Matthew chapter 6. And full of care in the year of drought. Nor shall it cease yielding fruit. Revelation 22, the tree with its 12 varieties of fruit. Each time just bearing fresh fruit in its season. Okay. So there's different seasons of fruit bearing. But you're never going to be in a desert season. Okay. The heart is deceitful above all things. And it's exceedingly perverse and corrupt. And severely mortally sick. Who can know it? And we can understand it. I, the Lord, search the mind. I try the heart, even to give to every man according to his ways, according to the fruit of his doing. How will you bear different fruit? Believe, 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 believe. Oh, God will, you know, render to every man according to his works. Before you freak out on that scripture, John 6 says, what? Does God require of us? What are we to do that we might be working the works of God? This is the work that God requires of you, says Jesus. John 6, 29. Believe in the one whom God has sent. Yes. One thing that God says, do this. Yeah. First John 3 says, believe and love one another. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So believing the word is like drinking of the river. Yes. So, you know... It's not, it's not everyone that's going to go to the extreme of Winnie Bonhoff, you know. So, you know, like, totally, why not? Instead of thinking she's weird, I think she's better off. Yeah. You know? So, but I'm just saying, in your way, in your, you, you can be quiet if you want to. You really, you really can. It's good. I'm also a bit more to that side. So... <laughs> You know, maybe the Calvinist background he keeps me a bit more quiet. So, but I have rolled around in the carpets laughing, trust me. Mm -hmm. Drink of the river. 
Whatever it looks like, doesn't matter, but just drink of the river. But this will be the first fruit of it. The streams will make glad the city of our God. Okay. So, strange message, but I hope it will bless you. (laughs) May you just experience the river. Joy and peace coming to you. May you just just jump in the flow. Okay. All right. I actually, the uh, day before yesterday, I woke up with a song of Stephen Curtis Chapman. What's the song's name? Did you get to know? Yeah, it says, I'm diving in, going deep in over my head. I want to go lost in the fire. Okay, that song of Stephen Curtis Chapman. Go, go listen to it. I'll share the link on, my, on the Facebook page. Listen to that song. It's really going to bless you. <laughs> and dive in into the river. Okay, I'm keeping you. Be blessed. Have an awesome day. We'll see you again tomorrow morning at 9. Send us emails. We love getting your emails. Thanks, Rob, for your email. So be blessed, everyone, and have an awesome day. Amen.